Distorted View Daily proudly presents Great Moments on CNN. There you go. <laughs> Let's go to Pennsylvania for the caller. John, go right ahead. Hey, good afternoon there. Good afternoon. Yeah, I played a saxophone, and I was just kind of wondering if, if women don't have more of an advantage with the saxophone because of their dick-sucking lips. I'd like oh, to get your boy. opinion on that. Oh, I yeah. think we could go right on to... You know, let me... Should we another machine? Yeah, I'm going to go on another question. It's Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, finally, science has come up with a solution so men can fuck pussy with their testicles. Plus, a Jewish organization used a loudspeaker to blast out Holocaust denial statements and why you shouldn't chew on explosives. Stay out of my motherfucking business. Laughing, taffy, bitch. Black nut juice is good, but I gotta say, Negro nut cream, way better. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday podcast. Have a good one for you today. Uh, you may recall recently on the podcast, I mentioned that I plugged up the toilet with my huge man shit. It wasn't really the man shits. It was the toilet paper that I, the great amount of of toilet paper. I use so much toilet paper. I, I understand it. I'm guilty of it. I, I'm not even going to fight that charge. I'm sorry I like a clean asshole. And for some reason, well, that reason is my very poor diet. For that reason, I have got to wipe and wipe and wipe my asshole. It's, you know, it just takes forever to get spotless. So, and we've got a real shit toilet, by the way. It's one of those low flow things. So, uh, as I have told you guys before, many times when I take a shit, I've got to flush again and again, right? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm realizing, okay, there's a lot of toilet paper in the toilet. I better flush in the middle of my wiping before I clog it up. And uh, I must have not followed that advice last time or I lost track of how much toilet paper I was using, flushed the toilet, and uh, it was all backed up. When I went to plunge the toilet, I, again, was apparently too hard on the thing with my ape-like retard strength, and uh, I, I unplugged the toilet using the plunger. The water goes down the toilet. And uh, the next thing I know, I hear Lord Douche screaming, Oh my God, Tim, what did you do? Get a bucket! Because uh, <laughs> that shit water was pouring down the ceiling on the first floor of the house. We got a plumber over here today, and uh, he he fixed things. Apparently, there was he had to snake uh, the pipes because there was another clog in there, deep in the pipes. Anyway, he it didn't take too long. It was like an hour, and uh, everything is fine. The reason why I'm telling you this is, do you remember, uh, oh, a year or so ago, maybe two years at this point, when uh, one of you kind freaks sent me a bidet to, you know, to, to help with my wiping issues, and uh, I was so excited about it. Lord Douche, however, did not share in my excitement. He thought it was dumb, and he was like, we are not setting up that bidet. Ever since then, we have gone back and forth debating the bidet. I've, I've kind of given up on the idea 
Uh, but today, after the plumber left, Lord Douche said, all right, maybe we should set up that bidet for you. <laughs> if this is going to make you use less toilet paper and it will potentially save us hundreds of dollars in plumbing bills, we'll set up the fucking bidet already. We're even talking about upgrading the bidet. We're like, all right, we'll try this bidet out. It's the cold water version. If we like the bidet, we'll swap it out with one that has uh, hot water, too. All this took was a couple years and uh, shit water pouring down on top of our heads to get Lord Douche to break down and agree to install the bidet. Oh, that's, you know, I mean, I told you guys when uh, the ceiling started pouring down water, I was holding up a bucket and the, the water was hitting my head and running down my arm, hitting my armpit was nasty. Uh, but hopefully uh, in the next couple of weeks, I will have my bidet set up ending this two year fucking saga. I've got a really great piece of audio I want to share with you. Haley's comment in the Discord wrote, a DV listener who is not on the Discord asked me to pass this along to Timmy Boo. Uh, This person took the vocals to Rainbow Bread. You guys remember that amazing radio jingle? You found the studio tapes of of the uh, the, the singer attempting to sing Rainbow Bread. I said, well, the, the product is Rainbow Bread, but she has a speech impediment. So it comes out rainbow bread. Uh, yeah, so uh, there's video on YouTube of this uh, studio singer singing the rainbow uh, bread jingle over and over and over. Listener took the vocals of that and mixed it with the instrumental to Big Papa. Probably one of the most uh, well-known rap songs by the Notorious B.I.G. May he R.I.P. Here's what a collaboration between rainbow bread and Biggie would sound like. Patty cake. Kind of works. It's a very pleasing sound, isn't it? I want more rainbow bread remixes. Thank you so much for creating that mystery distorted view, listener. Uh, moving on, I've got uh, an angry man who was asked to leave a Kroger store because he wasn't wearing a mask. He takes it well. Oh, shut the fuck up, baby. You're a bitch. The faggot bitch escorting him out is uh, the security guard. Oh, shut the fuck up, faggot. You're a bitch. Bitch, you bitch, head bitch. 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 This is me from the future. Exactly how I would sound in 20 years or so. We've played a compilation of me saying bitch on the podcast many years ago. Bitch. 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 Does that really sound any different than this guy? Bitch. 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 Sounds like me too. 
The guy filming is just making noises. Do 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 do. I don't say that shit no more. Fuck you, punk. Fuck you, bitch. It's Battle of the Bitches. Yeah, the cameraman perked up when he heard the N-word. That's when he decided to jump into action. Anyway, that old man was escorted out of the store. Hey, I also found on the Discord, thank you so much, uh, Category 5 aborted Feta Cane. Apparently, an organization by the name uh, End Jew Hatred is very upset with Twitter. I think I know why. End Jew Hatred is pissed off because, like, you know, Trump got banned from Twitter. All those cuckoo crazy banana QAnon people are getting banned. If you spread misinformation about the vaccine, you'll get kicked right off of Twitter. But if you say something like, the Holocaust wasn't real. Or Hebes deserve what they got. Barbecued Jews taste delicious. Where can I find one of those Jew ovens on eBay? Is Jew meat kosher? All of those things are uh, A-OK, apparently. People write stuff like that, and uh, many times their accounts are not banned. There appears to be a double standard. So N-Jew hatred has really uh, taken a dislike to Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. They came up with an idea to give Jack a taste of his own medicine. And I got to say, this is a very misguided idea. This organization um, found Jack Dorsey's home in San Francisco and decided to use a megaphone and blast out Holocaust denial information. Now, imagine you're just someone on the street. You know, Jack Dorsey didn't hear this. Chances are he wasn't home. He also lives in a very nice place with soundproof walls. He's like a fucking billionaire or something, right? The people that did hear these messages coming from a car megaphone were probably like, oh my God, who are these Nazi assholes? What other conclusion would you come to if you're, if you're walking down the street and hear this? Kikes have been lying about the Holocaust. Would you trust a heeb with a mutilated cock? Jew boys are incapable of telling the truth. They are loyal only to the almighty shekel. Money-grubbing Jaime. Money-grubbing Jaime. Jews control the media, where Jews can continue to spew pro-Jew propaganda. They Jew up the Jews, and Jew, Jew, Jew. Jew. In reality, these guys were not riding around in an ice cream truck. I just kind of thought it would be funnier if they did. Here is what was actually played for Jack Dorsey out of a car. This is End Jew Hatred. Jack Dorsey broadcasts Holocaust denial on Twitter. So we're broadcasting it back to you, Jack Dorsey. How does it feel? Holocaust, not real. The Holocaust is fake to distract from the truth. Six million Jews did not die. The Holocaust never happened. Again, it's just funny that they're, this is what they're playing. So Jack Dorsey's hearing this. They're like, oh my God, who are these anti-Jew people outside? But I would want to do it again. Every single time. The Holocaust is fake. 
That's Jesus. L M A O. Do you have two horses? Yes. Twitter image. Holocaust is fake. The Holocaust is fake and gay. I have good news and bad news. These are apparently real tweets uh, that went out on, on Twitter. Holocaust. The Holocaust was fake and gay. The Holocaust is fake and gay. I have good news and bad news. There was no Holocaust. Totally serious. The Holocaust, fake. Holocaust was fake. I feel like some of these like Holocaust is fake tweets are just jokes. Kind of like like my thing that I just said there. I don't actually believe it. I you know I'm just kind of. Like that one might be a joke too, because the idea that there was Photoshop in the fucking 1930s—that's funny. The Jews is a liar in the world. Hashtag Holocaust. The six million lies against humanity. There are some real anti-anti-Jew tweets in the mix, though. So according to End Jew Hatred, Jack Dorsey broadcast Holocaust denial on Twitter. And honestly, NJU Hatred broadcasted Holocaust denial out of their car speaker. But they just want they wanted you to look into it further. No, 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 we're not really anti-Jew. Even, even though all the stuff you heard was anti-Jew, we're actually a, a pro-Jewish organization. You just have to take the time to track down the car, you know, where the sound is coming from. Look at our bumper sticker that reads End Jew Hatred and then visit our website where you can learn more information about what good Jews we are. That would be like me, you know, walking down the street, just screaming the N word over and over at the top of my lungs. You would immediately think, oh, well, there's a crazy racist person. But no, you would know better if you scanned the QR code that was on my shirt, which led to a website which reveals my true purpose of doing that and it's to expose people for saying the n-word and that it uh, screaming the n-word in the streets shouldn't be considered free speech because it's racist and wrong and it hurts people that's the reason why i was screaming the n-word in the streets to teach you all a lesson qr codes they're very useful i feel like they're they're underutilized Speaking of underutilized, uh, balls are underutilized when it comes to sex. I've been saying that for years. Ladies, why are you forgetting about the testicles? Show those boys some love. I'm not talking about just like a, a little like cupping, maybe a light lick or something. No, the balls deserve way more attention. Well, that's according to the fine people at Baldo. Baldo, as I learned uh, from one of you freaks, is a sex toy for your balls. Now, I got to tell you, I don't think I'm on board with this. I don't uh I don't I don't need my balls to be part of the action, honestly. Balls don't really do anything for me. I have I think sensitive balls in that like if you touch them too hard it hurts. Anything more than a light brushing, I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, let's just move it on. Get away from that area." Well, some people though I guess love to have their balls played with or something. What the fuck is the ball dough? How does a ball sex toy work? Well, uh, according to the website baldo.com, a new era in sex has arrived. We've created the world's first sex toy that will allow you 
to penetrate your partner with your balls and unleash pleasure that you've never experienced before. Let the ball sex revolution begin. Okay, I'm still not entirely clear how this thing works, and I'm not sure I want to know. I've got a video here from the Baldo people. This is a testimonial video. I guess this features real Baldo users. First experience um, of using it, I would say, was a very fun one. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting concept. I had the best experience with it. It gave me the very first ball orgasm. My first. That's not a thing. Nope. I, I, I refuse to go along with that. There's such a thing as ballgasms. Experience um, using the Baldo, I found it a lot easier than um, expected. Using the Baldo with your testicles is uh, completely different from anything I've experienced before and would recommend it, definitely. It has spiced up my sex life, yes. My partner is on the large side, so we found the... Bragging. ...two rings that um, come with it. Hold on a second. These are just people... Uh, talking about how much they love the Baldo. What is the Baldo, though? How does one use the Baldo? Well, I've got some information here. How it works. Step one, make your balls hairless and lube them up. Already, there's just way too much work involved. I gotta shave my nutsack? That's dangerous. And then I gotta cream it up with lube? All right. Step two, stretch your Baldo device over your balls. I don't like that either. Like, you're Frying something open, you're stretching it wide, and you're slipping your balls in it. It's gonna when you let go, it's gonna snap and it's gonna hurt your your balls. Gonna be so tight, right? Step three: stretch over the spacer ring or rings, and then you insert it into your partner. So what this thing looks like is uh, okay. So you've got like a, a, a like a silicone ring almost at the top. That's what that's the part that you slide up uh up your balls. And then the bottom portion of the ball dough kind of looks like a standard sex toy. It almost looks like a butt plug. It's, it's it's like a tapered tip. Check out the chapter artwork if you're confused. Um that the rings, the spacer rings are included to make your balls rigid enough for penetration because you know your your balls are squishy. There's no way you're going to fit that in a in a tight hole, right? Well, uh, you can with the spacer rings. Baldo says there's been three years of development and testing and over a hundred prototypes and seven deaths. The Baldo, no, there hasn't been any deaths, I don't think. The Baldo uh, is now refined to deliver maximum pleasure combined with ease of use. They say the inner core of the Baldo is patented. This is, this is what the patent office is bogged down with. Uh, spacer rings are pulled over the ball dough to turn your balls into a second cock that never goes soft. The sensitivity issue is addressed, uh, according to Baldo. Balls are sensitive. Yes. Super stretchy upper rings open to, uh, put on your balls like underwear. I'm looking at uh, an animated gif of this thing being stretched. It's, it's going to be tighter than underwear. The designer of Baldo is actually a couple, man and woman, and here is how they came up with their wonder product. One day, we were uh, having a bit of fun in the bedroom, and uh, I was looking down at my um, my balls, and I just thought, "Wonder if I can fit those in your pussy hole." 
wonder if I could do something interesting with those, you know, and um, then because we're quite experimental anyway, um, and we have a 3D printer at home, uh, we started making some things. This is why 3D printers are bad news. Not every idea is a good idea. I don't like technology that empowers people to proceed with their awful, horrible, fucking dumb ideas. This product, I have a prediction. This product will be off the market in a year after the first person loses a couple testicles. They're going to fall right off. The balls are going to lose circulation. They're going to turn blue. Some guy's going to be too embarrassed to go to the doctor or or the hospital, have this thing removed, and uh, his nuts are going to fall off. The subsequent lawsuits will put this company right out of business. Want to hear a few more testimonials? It could extend the time of your sex sessions. For me, it's almost like having that sexual moment with somebody else, which is probably naughty, but... Which is all I ever wanted, is <laughs> just not to have sex with my partner, have sex with someone else. You know, exciting at the same time. My partner um, had a new experience, which I can only describe as like a ballgasm. I do not believe these testimonials are real. That's the second person who said ballgasm. Someone wants that term to catch on really bad, and it's the Baldo inventors. What's the only way to have a ballgasm? By using Baldo. Ballgasm sounds good. Cocklinching doesn't sound nearly as enchanting, does it? And that's really what's happening to your penis and balls here. You're strangling it. It's a nut noose. A testicle hanging, right? That doesn't sound nearly as pleasant. It's a torture device. That's what Baldo is. Stick with sex toys that will not castrate you. Go to adamandeve.com and use promo code FREAK. Get 50% off standard dildos, standard butt plugs, tried and true sex toys that won't kill you, and you'll get free shipping. What an advertisement for Adam and Eve. Sex toys that won't make your cock fall off. That's a Tim Henson promise. Ting! Use promo code FREAK at adamandeve.com. 50% off just about any item. Bunch of free gifts, free shipping. It's a real promo code. Tons of freaks have used it. A lot of happy Adam and Eve customers there. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news right now. If you are not yet Sideshow members, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Step right up to the Sideshow, as a carnival barker might say. When you sign up, you get full access to the entire archive of programs. Well over 3,000 shows. More importantly, every week we do new exclusive programs just for paying members. Yesterday, as a matter of fact, was a Sideshow exclusive program. And I've got another one on deck for you tomorrow. So it's a great time to sign up. Membership's very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. And remember, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Not a bad deal at all. This, believe it or not, is how I make my living. I get paid to talk about nut nooses. It's my dream job, really. Uh, So if you like the show or if you merely tolerate me, consider supporting it. Superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the stupidity, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash DistorterView, where you can pledge as little as a dollar a month. Again, Patreon.com slash DistorterView. And we've got a store chock full of merchandise. Store.DistortedView.com. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, you know, on the podcast, I'm always trying to help criminals get away with their crimes. 
I love a good, ridiculous defense. And our first story really does feature one of those. A married school teacher claims that she could not have possibly had sex with one of her students because she's too short for the position the students said they fucked in. I don't know what position she could be talking about. 69, maybe? Hopefully those details will be included in the new story. Uh, let's read on. Candace Barber, 35, is accused of performing a sex act on a 15-year-old boy who has not been named and having sex with him while standing up. Oh, all right. Uh, the court heard that she had already been convicted at a trial in September of last year of sending a video to the boy. Oh, a good lawyer could have maybe possibly made your defense work. Th this idea that you're too short to perform the sex acts in question. But now, this 15-year-old boy also has nude photos of you on his phone that you sent him. This really complicates things. You're not doing any favors for yourself here. All right, so apparently uh, she said, oh, not just pictures, video. She sent a video to the boy showing her pleasuring herself while on a bed surrounded by sex toys. I think she even uses the boy's name in the video. Like, I wish you were here, Devin. I'd slip your testicle right into this baldo and have you nut fuck me. No one needs to be nut fucked. No one. Yeah, she sexually communicated with the complainant. The complainant, who is now 18, appeared by video link. Uh, he claims that he also met Barber for sexual activity on three separate occasions. The lawyer defending the teacher asked him about an alleged incident of socks while standing. You accept that she is quite tiny, only about five feet, isn't she? So you were taller than her at the time. She couldn't even reach your shoulders at the time, could she? Do you think that lawyer was really expecting this to be a dramatic moment? Like a dun-dun-dun! She's not even tall enough to stand up and fuck you! And then everyone in the courtroom loses their mind. Oh my god, oh my god! And the judge has to bang his gavel. Order in the court! Order in the court! Case dismissed! The kid could just be like, yeah, I'm taller, so I picked her up and I placed her right on my dick. She bounced up and down on that fucking thing. There was an explanation, kind of, in re-examination by the prosecutor. The boy said that he had crouched. Yeah, he bent his legs. There. Ruined your whole defense. All right, so he crouched. He crouched and fucked. Crouched and thrust. Crouched and thrust. You know that sex move. He bent his knees to get around the difference in height, he said. The boy could not name the specific dates when the sexual activity had taken place. But he said it was from October 11th, 2018, never forget, and immediately before the school half-term, with two of the meetings he said happening before his 16th birthday. Hot. I mean, illegal. And one, it's different in England. I think the age of consent there is like 15 or something. So it's okay. It's, it's not gross anymore. On one occasion, he said Barber drove them to the side of a busy main road, yeah, and parked so the boy could perform a sex act on her. Before they got out of the car and she gave him oral sex in a wooded area while he lay on the ground. Now, I understand, uh, like, look, the relationship between a teacher and student is never appropriate. But this is a tiny woman. This kid could have said no at any time if he was feeling uncomfortable. He ate her out on the side of the road. I know everyone is quick to uh, scream pedophile these days. She's a pedophile. And maybe she is. But 15, 16-year-old boys are super horny all the time. 
They will fuck anything. And they won't get emotionally attached. I mean, girls, you were all young once. How did 15, 16-year-old boys treat you? Awful. They just wanted to get in your pants. Pump and dump. I don't think fucking your teacher at the age of 16 is going to, like, thoroughly screw you up for the rest of your life. Still doesn't make it right, I know. Actually, throwing a little wrench into my theory, the defending lawyer cross-examined the boy and said, You, I suggest, had become obsessed with Mrs. Barber, hadn't you? You, I suggest, wanted more contact with her. The threat, I suggest, is if you do not speak to me, watch what happens. You will lose your job and your family. That's supposedly what the boy was saying to this teacher. Like, you will have sex with me again. I will nut in you. You will drain my balls or you will lose everything you love dearly. The phone calls on March 10th, 2018, I suggest, is you and her having an argument on the phone. She was telling you to leave her alone and you were talking over one another and you were threatening to tell the police about your communication. She put the phone down on you. I suggest that the communication was threatening. That if she did not resume contact with you, and by resume, you know, opening her legs, you would ruin her life, claimed the defense counsel. The lawyer added that her client said none of the sexual activity took place and it was all lies, which the complainant denied over the video link. Yeah, it's all the boy's fault. He's the aggressor. I noticed, though, the uh, teacher's attorney did not bring up the X-rated video that was sent to the boy. You know, the one where the teacher's lying on a bed with sex toys all strewn about. Candace Barber of Wendover in Buckinghamshire denies the three counts of causing or inciting a child aged under 16 years to engage in a sexual act. The trial continues, so stick with Distorted View Daily. If there's any salacious developments, you'll hear about it right here on Distorted View Daily, where we're all very enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused. Uh, and what a day for news it was. Uh, we've got a new president, President Joseph Binder. Something like that. I don't know. I don't follow politics. Shortly before President Blyden took the oath of office, outgoing President uh, Donald Trump went on a pardoning spree. Yeah, he pardoned like a over 100 people. And one person who really wanted it, he really thought he was going to get a pardon, the Tiger King himself, Joe Exotic, well, he was left disappointed. Sorry, Mr. Exotic. Pardons are a serious thing. They're not doled out all willy-nilly. Who got a pardon? Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne got a pardon, but not Joe Exotic. Whoops. Apparently, the White House released a list of 73 pardons and 70 commutations shortly before 1 a.m. on Wednesday. Joseph Maldonado Passage, also known as Joe Exotic, was not on the list. Oh, he was so desperate to get a pardon. Uh, he, of course, starred in Netflix's Tiger King. He's serving a 22-year sentence in a Fort Worth, Texas federal prison for his conviction on charges that he participated in a murder-for-hire plot and vi uh, violated federal wildlife laws. In asking for clemency, the Tiger King submitted a handwritten letter back in September calling President Trump his hero and invoking Mr. Trump's criticism of federal investigators. He knows how to butter Mr. Trump up. 
you compliment him a lot and you complain that you hate the same people that he hates. It also wouldn't hurt if you forked over some money to the Trump organization. Buy some Mar-a-Lago memberships or something. The Netflix star's legal argument for a pardon is that he was, quote, just some gay gun-toting redneck in Oklahoma before his recent Tiger King fame and that he did not get a fair trial. Private investigator Eric Love spearheaded the campaign to free Joe Exotic. They were so convinced that this plan was going to work, that Donald Trump was going to pardon Joe Exotic, they got a Dodge limo and parked it right in front of the prison. The idea was, you know, uh, Joe Exotic would get the pardon and he would just walk right out of prison, right into his stretch Dodge limo. That, unfortunately, did not happen. Supporters lined up outside the federal medical facility, hoping to see him released. I'm out here. I'm excited, said Beatrice Salazar. My daughter wants to get his autograph. Your daughter has horrible taste in celebrity crushes. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. We're just out here watching and waiting. Meanwhile, a federal judge in Oklahoma has ordered the new owners of an Oklahoma zoo featured in the Netflix documentary to turn over all the lions and tiger cubs in their possession along with the animals' mothers. They are to give them to uh, the federal government. U.S. District Judge John F. Heil III issued the order last week in the case against Jeffrey and Lauren Lowe in the Greater Winewood Exotic Animal Park based on claimed violations of the Endangered Species Act and the Animal Welfare Act. The Lowe's took over operations of the zoo, which was previously run by Joe Exotic, You may have heard uh, about this story that Joe Exotic was looking for a pardon, but uh, there has been some new developments in the last uh, few hours. We actually have a statement from Joe Exotic. He is understandably pissed about the whole situation. Exotic was sorely disappointed Wednesday when he was excluded from the list of pardons that came during Trump's final hours in office. Exotic, convicted in April 2019 on federal charges, had choice words for the former POTUS and his son, Donald Trump Jr. He said, and this is directly from Joe Exotic, I was too innocent and too gay to deserve a pardon from Trump. I only mattered to Don Jr. when he needed to make a comment about me to boost his social media post. Boy, we were all too stupid to believe he actually stood for equal justice. His corrupt friends all come first. He added, I was always a Biden fan anyway, and if anyone would have the heart and the courage to pardon me, it would be Joseph Biden. No, uh, he did not say that last part, but he really should start kissing Biden's ass now. Put the work in, you know, and maybe in three and a half years, you'll get another shot at that pardon. All right, final story we have for you today. Hey, newsflash, teenagers are assholes. Everyone should know this. Y'all should be... Weary of kids. Like, if a child comes up to you and says, hey, can I squirt something into your hand? Say no. Don't put out your hand. Quite frankly, you deserve what you're going to get. A snot rocket blown into your palm is like getting off easy. It could be much, much worse. A group of teenagers put super glue in a hand sanitizer bottle. See? Uh, And offered free squirts to shoppers in Bradford over there in the UK. That uh, is coming from a woman who narrowly avoided the trap. The boys were reportedly standing outside Morrison Supermarket at Five Lane Ends yesterday evening. They were spotted approaching different shoppers in turn, offering them free squirts 
from the branded hand sanitizer bottle. See, it's Purell. We're not tricking you. Kathy Smith said she almost accepted and has no doubt. They, the kids probably started tittering. Like, <laughs> you want to you want to squirt? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stick your hand under. <laughs> kids are stupid. Uh, Kathy Smith said she almost accepted and has no doubt. The boys with the bottle would have squirted it on her hands had she held them out. But she stopped short when someone from the group let out a laugh. I knew it. The kid approached me, showing me the bottle of sanitizer, asking if I would like a free pump. He was eagerly awaiting for me to hold out my hand. They all started laughing. So I asked, what's in the bottle? And he said, sanitizer, while laughing. I heard one of the uh, lads laughing, and he said, fucking super glue. They all walked off laughing when I said, "Uh, I'll pass, thanks. Kathy was relieved to avoid the trap, adding, I'd have been in Bradford Royal Infirmary all night. By the way, I love the comments on this news story. This is one of those uh, news sites that actually allow people to uh, write replies and comments and stuff. A lot of sane comments like, what adult would actually be mental enough to consider taking a free pump of anything from a group of teenagers? Exactly what I was saying, right? Uh, The next comment is, what a pathetic waste of space on this page. Surely you have more newsworthy articles to report. Something else I'm always bitching about. And really driving home the point, Joe Jones 22 says, Stop getting your news from Karen status updates on Facebook. Jesus, no wonder printed media is going down the toilet. It's lazy, inaccurate, and a load of old tripe. Now, because this news story was so short and awful, I have a bonus one for you today. Uh, It's not much better. It also features a very, very dumb person, and this website probably just saw her status on Facebook and turned it into a news story as well. A woman ended up with a broken tooth and chemical burns, I'm interested, after accidentally chewing on a handful of mini fireworks. You know, when you think you're grabbing a handful of nuts, you bite down and you realize, oh my god, these aren't cashews, these are M80s. It happens to the best of us. The idiot slash protagonist of this story is Lisa Boothroyd. She says she was shopping for snacks for her neighbors when she spotted a colorful box of fun snaps. She said, you know, these were next to the lollipop, so she assumed they were candy. You know, fun snap candy. But the mother of one soon discovered they weren't sweet at all after throwing a handful into her mouth realizing that they were actually small novelty fireworks sold as trick noisemakers. You know those little um, snap pop things? You know, they're they're like white and you throw them on the ground and they they pop. She says she was in instant agony as they exploded in her mouth, leaving her with chemical burns on her lips and gums and a cracked tooth. The second you put those things in your mouth, you should have realized this isn't sweet. This doesn't taste like candy. It tastes like paper with notes of gunpowder. People like that deserve to have their mouths blown open. (laughs) All right. Lisa said it felt like her mouth was on fire for weeks and she could barely eat or sleep. Yeah, like, don't go to the doctor and get that checked out. It's only chemical burns in your mouth and a broken tooth. It'll heal. All right. uh, One month on from the painful error, she says the burns have healed, but she's still waiting for a dental appointment to fix her tooth. 
Lisa, uh, Lisa from Warwickshire said, I remember the moment I crunched down on a handful of the sweets and instantly felt explosions in my mouth. I felt a burning pain straight away. I'm still in agony and nearly lost a tooth after it cracked from the explosion. The fun snaps were with all the other sweets and the packaging was similar. So it was easy to make that mistake. Okay, if you say so. I just keep thinking what could have happened if I gave them to a child. They could have blown her mouth apart. Oh, if only. If that happened, that would have been today's lead news story. Wouldn't bury this fucking shit at the end of the show. The box reads Fun Snaps, along with Snap, Crack, and Bang, which led her to assume it was popping candy. You know what popping candy looks like, right? Popping several in her mouth, she immediately realized something was wrong, but not before they all exploded, leaving her with chemical burns. She said, the moment I crunched down was terrifying. I had no idea what was happening. I felt explosions in my mouth, followed by a burning pain. Immediately spitting out the tiny fireworks, she swilled her mouth out with water to numb the burning pain. And when she checked the label on the box, she was shocked to realize what had happened. Even if you thought this box was candy... Wouldn't you look at, like, I know I look at the kid, what flavor are these snap fun snaps? What are they made out of? You know, you would just sort of look to see what type of candy you're purchasing. Oh, this woman's an idiot. So she, she called the National Health Service or whatever. She was told to get medical help due to the chemical burns. Good advice. When she attended a doctor's appointment the following Monday, she was prescribed strong painkillers. She kind of refuses to take any responsibility. She says, look, I, I had no idea what fun snaps were. And it's shocking they were in the same aisle as the children's sweets. I smell a lawsuit. Fun Snaps, also known as poppers, not those kind of poppers, gays, and snappers, are miniature fireworks made of gravel or sand with a tiny amount of silver fulminate, which is a highly explosive, usually housed inside twisted paper. Nothing that would taste good or scream candy. Not like that paper has a fruity razzle dazzle berry coating on it. Left unable. This is a long news story about some woman just chewing on fireworks. Left unable to sleep for weeks due to the chemical burns in her mouth. She says she would wake up in the middle of the night in so much pain and it would feel like it was on fire. Well, at one point, your mouth kind of was on fire, was about to ignite. She said, I just can't believe how much damage those little snaps did to my mouth. You're not supposed to eat them. Anything that explodes can hurt you, even if they're tiny explosions. Lisa says she's still in shock. (laughs) Gonna suffer PTSD over this. She added, although my injuries were horrible, I'm just relieved I didn't end up losing a tooth. You still cracked it in half. God damn. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Alrighty, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Drop me a line. 206-666-4463. That's our voicemail line. Every day I play a few voicemails from you, so call in, say hi. I'm a couple weeks or months behind, so I will get to your call if you feel, if you're you're like, "Ah, I called back in December and I haven't heard myself on the show yet. Just be patient. Um, you can also find me all over social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. I've got a YouTube channel. Yeah, you can find all that information over there at distortedview.com. All right. Oh, don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. 
Uh, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Just click on that. Use that as your invite in. If you're not familiar with Discord, that's okay. It's basically just like a chat room with different uh, channels you can join, depending on what you want to talk about. Hey, Timmy Boo, it's Moon Man. Just wanted to wish you a happy Martin Luther Nigger Day. All right, that's Moon Man, who is our resident racist. He also makes music, and we tried once to play some of his work, and it was it's uh, too extreme for DV. Extreme! I shouldn't say too extreme for DV, because we did play some of it. I just, I don't agree with his message. Jagu, Timmy Boo, Tony Prolapse. Um, so... I have a no you're a freak when moment. Um, so I'm pretty much desensitized at this point. Um, and sometimes I stumble upon some fucked up shit. Uh, usually it's like fucked up porn that I find that I find like really fucking weird and hilarious. Why aren't you sending that to me? And I always gravitate toward my group chat with my buddies. And two of them are dads. And... I send it, and they're all like, I'm going to throw up. That's fucking disgusting. I'm like, that's hilarious. She's shitting out cum. <laughs> what if it came out like a milkshake? It's an aspirin milkshake. That's fucking awesome. Oh, cum farts, that's so pedestrian. Awesome. And then they're like, dude, you're fucked up. So It's funny what people consider to be gross. Because you're, you're right. I mean, after playing so much weird shit on the show, the stuff that we find just like, oh, it's, run of the, it's a run-of-the-mill cum fart. She's shitting out cum, BFD, right? Other people are like, oh my god, that's gross! That was in her butthole! Uh, it's mixed with shit! Um, some of my friends aren't as desensitized, and I couldn't turn them over to Distorted View because they would not be able to handle it. So well, this is why I really I wanted to start a kid's show, right? A Distorted View version for children. Instead, I just send it to the Discord. I mean, it obviously wouldn't have cum farts and stuff like that. But there would be, like, a lot of booger jokes, right? And butt crack jokes. Stuff kids would like. And I would groom them, basically. I would groom them and turn them into DV listeners. So once they hit the age of 18, or they lie and say they're 18, like a lot of you freaks did, I used to be very specific and say, if you are under 18, do not listen to this podcast. This is for adults only. But no one ever listens to that, and I just I don't care anymore. I just I choose to pretend everyone is 18 years old, although I know I've got some underage listeners. Which is what I should do in the first place, but I'd rather infect my friends, you know? Yeah. Keep keep at it, man. They might eventually become desensitized enough uh, to have an open mind to listen to Distorted View daily. All right, next up here. Hey, Tim. Uh, it's Cat Lady. I just want to call and thank the Discord in general for being awesome. Because people can come in there and be like, yeah, my uh, my family member just died or my dog's really sick. Or me, hey, I'm having this panic attack from hell and I don't have any pills till tomorrow. So is there anybody that like, will want to you know, go into the stream and watch shit with me? And like five people were like, oh, yeah, let's go. Oh, thank God. I, I wasn't sure where that was going. I thought, you know, when, when Love Lady Cat Lady was talking about she doesn't have pills for her panic attacks, I thought Love Lady Cat Lady was going to say, like, so all of us in the Discord has started a drug swap program. You just pop into the Discord and say what type of pills you want, and you know, someone in the Discord will hook you up. Like, no, you can't do that. You can just go in there for three, four, five hours and people will show up and yes. and just watch it with you and chat and totally calm you down. And it's great. I just want to say thank you to the Discord. Um, That's one of the... I'm so pleased with this information. 
honestly, I set up the Discord uh, a few years ago now, and I, I thought it would be a fun way for you freaks to chat with one another, and honestly, I thought this would be a great, easy way for me to obtain content. It's one of the reasons why I set up our uh, uh, subreddit over there at distortedview.reddit.com, so you guys could submit news stories and, stu- and stuff, and I, and I thought, oh, you guys, if you guys had a chat room, you guys could share funny audio and video clips, and then I could peruse it, and the things that I find really funny I'll feature on the show. But it's uh, really turned into a nice uh, community, and I love that all you guys are assholes, but you're not assholes to one another. It's like the freaks against the world. So if you've got a twisted little mind, obviously you do because you listen to the show, check out the Discord, hang out in there with the other freaks. Because it's all really cool people. And yeah, if you were ever like thinking about, um, like if you're not a member of the Discord, but like you're, you wanted to make friends or something with people that are like-minded, but also like not assholes, the Discord is for you. So yeah. Check it out. It's free, right? Again, there's just, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. And finally today. Oh, hey, Timmy Boo, great big Pete here. Just listening to your show where you're talking about Corey Feldman. Yes. On yesterday's Sideshow exclusive podcast, I was playing audio from Corey Feldman. He was uh, trying to set up an Indiegogo campaign to fund his album, which eventually did come out. And I wanted to give you my most sincere apology I'm very sorry, Timmy Boo, if I ever doubted your singing ability, and if I ever perhaps... Yeah, compared to Corey Feldman! ...even criticized your singing ability a little bit. Anyways, buddy, I really wanted to say I'm really sorry about this. Um, Anytime someone complains about my singing, I'm going to turn around and play a few tracks from um, Angelic to the Core, or whatever the fuck that Corey Feldman album is. Because Corey Feldman is clearly far worse... Than anything you. you could have ever done. And he raised like $15,000 to release his album. It, you know, he was looking for 100000 but still. Uh, anyway. If someone, a bunch of people collectively raised $15,000 for Corey Feldman to, to put out a CD. Uh, all that shit. I love you, Timmy. fuck Gu. is wrong with I the will world? I always love you. Um, nice uh, little frenulum kisses for you there. Thank you. And uh, nice, uh, you know, other kisses too um, on your for, for your bum bum. Uh, and uh, I hope you had a chance to have a shower after the poo water situation. I did. Uh, I want to know: Did that impact your shower or, or like? No, it was just like the waste. You know, the toilet. How's that working out, buddy? I just want to know. Okay. Well, you got the update today. Everything appears to be working. Might lead to the installation of a bidet. I will keep you freaks posted. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line 480-206-666-4463. That's 206-66. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. The Holocaust is fake and gay. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Oh, also remember, tomorrow's podcast is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Do that right now. I will see you back tomorrow. Otherwise, back to end the week with a Friday. Broom. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
Another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.